0: Welcome to the Jouet Jugs podcast brought to you by Oxford Brooks University Rugby Football Club.
1: All right, lads. Uh, how are we doing? All good. Yeah, good mate? All yeah, good. Buddy. So today we're joined uh, on the Jouet and Jugs podcast by Tom McDonald, first year, uh, just finishing his first year. Tom Easton, just finishing his second year. And Ed Berridge just finishing his 90th year as an Oxford Brooks Rugby okay. Union player. Okay. Only joking, he's finishing his fourth. Um, so basically, the, the whole idea of this, uh, of this series is to, is, to, for, is to engage with our players a little bit more, uh, for us to give you a bit of an insight as, into the club, uh, how it's grown, um, and then maybe look at having some, some stuff with some other universities and some other rugby uh, players, other universities in the future. So bear with us for the first episode. It's very much a uh, a suck it and see type type thing. So we'll just see how it goes, and and we'll go from there, um, guys. If you'd like to just go around, in in, in obviously I've introduced you by name, but uh, tell us your name. Tell us what position you play. Tell us a little bit about you. What your uh, what your positions are within the club, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So we'll start with you, Mackers, seeing as you're the youngest.
2: Um, yeah, right. So I am uh in my first year like Joe said um took a gap year after school went traveling um I won't bore you on where I went but I went to uh Australia, New Zealand, Bali, Hong Kong, Vietnam and Thailand <laughs> um studying business management uh been playing rugby since I was like six at Bambury and then um school and whatnot and obviously now at Brooks. Cool thank you mate Eastern.
3: Uh, yeah, I'm Tom. Um, played prop. Um, obviously, second year now after having done a foundation, so still got a while left. At Brooks. gonna be idea. like marriage at the end, I reckon. We um, love that.
1: We love people that do foundations.
3: Yeah, it's the best. It's the best. And then, <laughs> yes, been, went went to school up in Yorkshire. So played a bit of club rugby up there, um, and now back at Banbury with the Banbury Boys.
1: There you go.
0: Um, Ed Berridge Uh first three years um doing history undergrad. Um, didn't really play school rugby before that, so um when I started Joe took me along to Amersham and in my fresher year, so got a bit of men's rugby there. Um then joined banbury last year, decided to do a masters this year in real estate. Um, so was cap- captain this year of Brooks.
1: Um yeah, that's pretty much brought us to here. Cool, oh, cool. So uh what we'll, what we'll probably do get... sorry mate, go on. What would you say? Uh, same position, number eight. Not second. Not second. Cool. Not second nope. Row. Nope. Despite, despite what some, what some coaches tried to, uh, Amersham children, tried yeah. to shoehorn you into the second row. I was like, what are you doing? <laughs> uh, anyway. Uh, right, lad, so moving on, what we're going to do, what we're going to look at first is, we'll ask a few questions about, uh, uh, about our season so far. So, uh, I'll sort of give a bit of background into it. So, we still don't know whether we're promoting or not, which is uh, uh, from a first team perspective. But you know, none of the teams really know what league they're going to be in next year, apart from the seconds. So, uh, based on that, so just as a bit of background, first team are currently top of their league, but the the decisions on who gets promoted are are still up in the air. So we're just waiting on to waiting on Bucks to let us know what that looks like. So, uh, just with regards to the season, what do we reckon has been what do you reckon's gone well for us this year? So, uh, obviously for you guys looking from a first team point of view, but we can look at a, we can look at a club a club wide point of view as well. But let's just look at the team that you guys have played in. So, with regards to the first team, what, what's gone well so far this season, well, up until this point?
0: Firstly, obviously we, we went down the league last season, and the league we're in, we, we probably knew going into it, we were right up at the top of it, and probably didn't deserve to be in that league. So, I think before it could have been getting relegated as you could be a bit complacent but we've, we've all sort of got together and sort of each Monday night training to the next we've kept improving and each to the next it's quite good and that, that obviously comes from the friends who have come in and they keep sort of driving you up and up keep sort on of pushing you
1: um, so Cool, my, my... cool. Yeah. So, uh, yeah go on that go on, lab, go on Marcus.
2: I reckon obviously as well winning the cup for the first team um, you know it was a big Big result and shame that, um, you know, Varsity got cancelled and, and Nottingham, because I reckon we would have gone well there, but yeah, winning the cup and, and staying unbeaten, like that said.
3: I think having such a strong competition for places throughout the whole club has actually drived sort of success this season. So like, we've sort of, there were a couple of guys in the changing rooms who I was sort of speaking to throughout the season and sort of realising that actually there are players in the seconds and third team that could easily play up, the t- up one or two teams, and just happily like look good there and be as good as anyone else.
1: And what do you think? You know, looking at looking at that strength in depth piece, what do you think has been? What do you think has been the key to the, the, the key to ensuring that we've got the strength of depth? Because you know we've probably had strength in depth before, but we you know we haven't we. Potentially haven't had the commitment levels like we, have, like we have done this year. So, what do you think? What do you think's been the real, you know, probably this is more angled at, at, Ed, and, at Ed and Eastern. What do you think would change this year as opposed to uh, previous years?
0: I think a lot of people, I think before we've, we've had the culture there of sort of having everyone buy in and everyone's a on one club stuff. And we've talked a lot about that for like in previous years. But I think the difference this year is actually that there's a they're the people driving that culture people who, who sort of and there's a lot of them there's it's not just as it used to be one or two voices in a huddle sort of saying this is how things are it's actually mean a good sort of 10 15 20 lads all sort of putting their hands up and saying this is how things should be um it, it's no longer sort of one or two dictating to the group it's actually a group of the group is sort of leading it and and that sort of filters all the way down i mean i've seen it filter all the way down through the club um which I think, I think it's like, yeah, it's got come from the players, and it has done this year. Where beforehand, it might be a bit sort of being dictated to, being being sort of spoken to about it.
1: Well, Tom, what what are your your uh, Easter, what are your observations from? Let's let's look at it for you know. Obviously, with you only being here two years, as Berridge has been here a little bit longer. What's the what's the difference between last year and this year with regards to with regards to that sort of buy in and uh, that the players driving a lot of the stuff? What have you noticed?
3: well it's easy to like sort of think about it just being the fact that oh we're playing on this really nice pitch at Oxford Harlequins in comparison to Oxford but i don't think it's just that like i think it's the fact that actually from minute 1 this year socially wise um we've we've said as a big group that we're actually going to put a big emphasis on one club and actually sort of be nice to everyone not even just that like if you see someone walking around, pick them up, see what see what they're doing, like see if they're all right and stuff. Like It's just about one club sort of just being nice to each other, I guess.
0: Pre-season, pre-season was massive. I think we did pre-season really well this year, going off to Oakwoods. Um I think that really helped. First of all, the freshers coming in, but also I mean, even even people that I'd already known from last year, like suddenly you spend three days, three nights with them. Um, and it's a completely
1: different dynamic and, and you get to know everyone really well.
3: I really wasn't a fan of Berridge before
1: preseason. No, season so. <laughs> <laughs> really Maka, what, what? Uh, just based on what sort of Ed said, and Tom have said. What, what about what of your, uh, what of your, what? Okay, so just taking it back to what Ed said about the players actually making a really concerted effort. There's maybe twenty, twenty, twenty-two, twenty-three leaders, whatever, that are driving standards in in training and on match days. Have you ever have you ever experienced that in a in a rugby playing environment where it's so where it's so open, or of the environments that you played in, maybe at school or a club, whatever they've been a little bit more closed and a little bit more dictatorial, dictator, a bit and more dictated by one or two or three individuals.
2: Um, yeah, I reckon we've we've nailed it. Like Bez said, um, people are encouraged to talk, um, which is. Is what you want really isn't it like no matter how you know age comes out the window and what year in doesn't matter at all if you're a fresh, you can still pipe up and say something which you know in other cultures might be frowned upon a little bit or um people won't give you the time of day um but i reckon with that like tommy said with the one club obviously to have strength and depth you've got to first of all have the amount of players um and i think well you'll know the stats but our retention rate of the freshers this year has been class hasn't it so we've got all the numbers, all the players are there. Um, the first team, people are coming in and out all the time. Um, it's open. If you play well in the seconds, you're going to play in the first. Um, you know, it's simple as that really, isn't it? So, it makes people want to play and stay with it.
1: And just on your point around, uh, you know, uh, stuff around, you know, if a fresher, if a fresher, Pipes up in some other environments, maybe at a different university, they might be shot down. What did what What did that feel like when you when you made your first your first contribution, maybe to a huddle or in a meeting or whatever? You made your first contribution, and actually, it wasn't it wasn't laughed it wasn't laughed at or it wasn't shot down. What how how did that make you feel from a from a a new person arriving into the environment
2: point of view? Yeah, I think it's it's massive because it might not even be you. Like if another fresher speaks before you. Um, the response that he gets is going to basically dictate what you say, isn't it really? Um, yeah. So when no one's getting shot down and, you know, the first time you speak, everyone actually nods their head and, and takes it on board and and you actually put it into play, then it's class. And that gives you the confidence to keep doing it. And that's, um, you know, then other players will see you're doing it and they're doing it. And it's, um, it's just good for everyone, really. Um, more opinions, as long as they're saying good points and stuff and it's valid then uh, I think we're all sweet
1: yeah cool. So, uh, so Ed, looking at thinking about what what uh, Ed and Tom thinking about what what you know obviously, so Macker's this year has done some of our video analysis work for us. Um, how how from a player's point of view, I mean, I've got loads out of it, and there was stuff that Tom picked up on that I would never have picked up on um, just from watching the game because you're looking at it with a different lens. Um, how did how did that feel from a from a playing group perspective? the are freshers. there delivering, delivering the video analysis and actually telling you guys, as senior players within the group, what you're doing wrong, what you're doing right. What did that feel like from from your perspective?
0: Well, I'm the team. Mac sent me a message beforehand today. <laughs> saying, is it all right? Um, is it all right to call some of the senior lads out? and I really, really, It's it's way it's only think it's way more powerful coming from someone like Team Mac or I mean any of the other freshers than it would be coming from say a coach. Because yeah. suddenly, actually, especially when I mean, Team Mac has good points occasionally. Um, <laughs> yeah. um, so, I mean, they are valid points, and I mean, everyone would be but the way that also Team Mac does it is, is pretty good about sort of getting a conversation around it. Um, and you have an RFU course in your T Mac, I think that
2: helped. Um, yeah, coaching course. Cheers for that, Jay. Yeah. No worries. <laughs> but no, sure. pay, payment <laughs> imminent. Payment
1: imminent. <laughs> Go on, Tom, what about you, mate? Uh, sorry, sorry Bez, have you finished or not? No, go on. What about I'm you, Tom?
3: Pretty sure, I'm pretty sure Mac called me out in that um, presentation anyway, and he didn't send so me he, a text
2: Easily text. done, Tommy boy.
3: <laughs>
1: sorry, it's, it's right. <laughs> what was, uh, so Mac just talking, just thinking about, just thinking about some of that stuff. What was your, uh, what was your thinking behind, you know, because I remember sitting there going, "All oh, right, this is quite interesting. You're singling out individuals here, Right. So what was what was you thinking behind that? Like, obviously, I just,
2: I just think maybe you're I thinking
1: uh, Eastern's usually there messing about, picking his nose, doing whatever. Let's see if he's actually paying attention.
2: Yeah, <laughs> well, it it makes everyone like pay attention because if people start getting called out, then they're going to be thinking sort of in training and in the game. If I like fuck this up, I'm going to get called out for it, which I think can be a good thing as long as you're calling someone out by actually saying that could have been anyone and. This time it was that person, but throughout the game, ten people did it. Um and we all we all know we're all good players, so it's not saying, Oh, you've done this, you're a bad player. Um, we all make mistakes and sometimes it's like a team thing, so it'd be I'm calling one person out for, for shooting out the line, but we've all done it, we've all been there, so it's just that was the clip I showed. Um, yeah yeah, it's quite scary. <laughs> was it were you nervous about it? Oh, I just texted Bez and just said you know, make sure I'm not going to get shot down when I do this. <laughs>
1: <laughs> make sure you keep everyone in check.
2: Now yeah, I think no. you know my,
1: my my observations were that everyone was pretty respectful of of that, and um, and I definitely think it is. You know, uh, the, you guys get bored of my voice, so actually, let's just get someone else do. Let's get someone else doing it. You know, let's get the players doing it. Let's empower you guys to to lead some of that stuff a bit more. So it's definitely. Something that you know we'll will probably look to do a little bit more of next season. That's for sure.
3: Um, I can so. probably learn a hell of a lot out of doing that as well. Just about his game, so it's probably beneficial for him, not just all of us.
2: Yeah, um, 100%. I'm happy I wasn't playing. a bad idea, Rob! I
0: also, not coming in, like having a new face. Like I know some unis have like almost a ring defense freshers team, and I I just think that's such a waste because there's so much like new knowledge that I mean obviously a school environment's a lot different but but people can bring different skills in from different environments and different points of views and a lot of that comes from refreshers and you're kind of wasting that if you just put it all into one theme and let that let that fester.
1: 100% I couldn't agree more you know Mike you know me and you have spoken about like this loads of times if, if 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 they're good enough they're good enough and that it's as simple it's as simple as that and you know they you know team match shows loads loads of the other qualities as well as his rugby player ability he shows those other qualities which are really valuable to any team so it would be really it's really stupid to go well we'll just put those we'll put those guys in that team over there so what we're trying to do is which are you know at other universities what we're trying to do is we're trying to develop you guys into first team second team players but you're not giving them any opportunity to do that you're just putting them in a team with their age group to stay with the same people the same age range of people and not experience anything different so on, we're on very much
2: like i remember um two years ago i came before i joined brooks before i went traveling i went to watch a game it was against um bath at home oh, yeah, in, yeah, yeah in freshers week yeah and i remember i went up you won't remember this Joe, but i went up to you and just said hello and i remember asking you how many freshers are in the team and like do they even get a look in um and you said like six or seven or something were were on the pitch at that time, and I thought so many unis like not cool in, but like I don't know, your Luffers, your exes or whatever. They wouldn't even wouldn't even give the fresher the time of day sort of thing. Um, whereas to know that you're coming in, you've got a shot at the first team if you're good enough, you're gonna play. It's not because you're a fresher you can't play sort of thing. That attitude, um, which is massive, I think includes like the inclusiveness of it is huge and gives you the confidence and. And you know, if you play well, you're going to get a chance. Because Joe yeah, dropped cool. me. Joe dropped me that game a second. Next
1: time. Yeah. Right, mate. You were You've been injured or something, have like not you? And you were just coming back from injury. I can't remember.
2: Yeah. Boys uh, like, injured nowadays. <laughs>
1: yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Moving on. So, so what? What do we reckon's gone? Uh, what do we reckon hasn't gone so well? What do we need to make better for next year?
2: <laughs> Tough one. Big question. That.
0: Make sure, actually, two training sessions, Mondays and Fridays. They're both equivalent training sessions. Yeah, it's hard. We don't necessarily get the support from the uni that we though But uh, yeah, only having two hours a week, like really, kind of what we had, and always really have had. It's so hard to do stuff. I mean, this, we've had, having conversations about when to do contact, when not to, and like doing contact two days before a game. Obviously, is not ideal. But I mean, when else do you do it as a team?
2: Um, Yeah, I completely agree with that. Attendance—it's hard. It's like it's so much harder at uni though than than say school. Obviously, people on the weekends want to go home. People, you know, there's loads of reasons why you might not be able to make training. But trying to get numbers on a Friday um, to boost is probably the the thing I'd say.
1: Yeah, Easton.
3: Yeah, I I think I completely agree with the others. I don't think this year we can really think of many things that we can improve on probably in playing wise because. We, we did just think that like, we knew that we should go up and that we were capable of it. So I think that's we've literally just just got to improve for next season, basically, and just look towards the next one.
1: Yeah, cool. See.
3: The one cool. thing might be that, like we were sort of, sort of touched on before, is actually just getting some players to lead
0: some sessions uh, or even just like drills within sessions. Like, I think this is applicable across a lot of rugby as well, is that coaches take on quite a, quite a lot of the load. And they don't always have the resources to have loads of coaches, um, and so to sort of take some of that off. I mean, a lot of a lot of the players have good ideas and would happily step up um, to run the few sessions. They just forget that.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's definitely you know that's definitely been some of the uh, some of the feedback coming back. has been about you know let's let's probably look at utilising our players a little bit more because you know they may have some. You know they they're gonna. You guys are genuinely more generally more creative than we will be um, around some of the stuff. So let's utilise some of that creativity and, and give give some stuff a go. Obviously, the coaches are there to not to sort just sort of go off you go run it. We'll we'll be there to support and scaffold and ask some questions to, you know play the devil's advocate as a, to a certain extent. You know if you come up with a, a practice, it'll be a case of well, have you thought about this or okay if we're looking to attack there but what if the defence reads it what are you going to do then you know so those type of questions keep you guys thinking but you know I think we just we definitely have to continue to to, to to get better because we don't know what next season's going to look like yet we don't know if we're going to be in the league above where we know we're definitely going to have to get better we don't know if we're going to be in the same league as we are this year which means Jesus Christ if we're not Absolutely destroying everyone in that that league next year after the season we've had this year. Then, you know, there'll be some there'll be some questions asked. So uh, we just have to continually look look at look at get at get better.
2: Yeah. yeah, I agree. That's going to be the hard thing, I think, next year when like if we do stay in the league, how do we stay motivated knowing that you know, we've won it already? So you know, how do you keep coming to training and keep working hard, keep getting better? But it would just be a of case of raising our targets, I think, like. Instead of just saying we want to win this game, let's say, you know, we want to win it by twenty points or we wanna do this, this, this and this, sort of thing.
1: One thing I've been thinking about is like games within games. So yeah. you've got the main game, which is your your target to win, and then we've got some other games that we play as a unit within within that. So we're you know, that might be actually we've got to get, you know, the target stuff. We've got to get like five interceptions or we've got to rip the ball eight times and you know, those little those little games which will, within the games, keep us keep us interested. Uh, I'm thinking about theming the season as well, depending on which league we're in. We're having a consistent theme that will go throughout the season. Now, need to understand which, which league we're in first before we do that. When, um, when, do
2: know? when does that come out?
1: Uh, end of the month. End of April, I think, we'll know. Uh, so, we'll wait and see. You guys will be the first to know. Cool, right, moving on. So, what are you guys looking forward? Uh, obviously, Ed probably doesn't apply to you, but you can tell us what you're looking forward to next year, if you want. So, what are we looking forward to next year from a just university point of view and from a rugby point of view?
2: Bez is going to come back, I've had.
1: <laughs> He's doing a PhD, is
2: Yeah, one more year in the tank, Bez, surely.
1: <laughs> are you Michael Wright in disguise? <laughs> 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 but I hope
2: not <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, so Macca's what what are you excited about next year uh, could be anything uni uh um, life rugger
2: yeah loads of things I think um like living in a house um obviously not in halls like a bit more responsibility um you know a bit more independent isn't it um uni what parties hey you're your washing though won't you might have to pop home occasionally.
3: <laughs> no. Um, hey, going home to use your parents' like washing machines. There's nothing bad about it.
2: Tell me, tell the story about um when you asked your mum to wash and she thought it was like fifteen shirts.
3: Well, no, it was when I was put on kit. I was like, "Fuck, am I putting that um, in, my, uh, in my house? I'm taking that home." So she got it done within the hour. It's perfect.
1: Legend. <laughs> what a legend.
3: Yeah,
1: it, it was, was she unhappy? Was she like, uh, "Tom, there's a lot of shirts here." <laughs> <laughs> no, it was all right. It
3: was all right. Yeah, good. good. No, it was fine. It's fine. What, did you
1: buy her a bunch of flowers or something like that? So yeah, you know, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, keep yeah. keep, keep her right.
3: sweet.
1: Yeah. <laughs> cool. What are you looking forward to, Tom?
3: I don't know. I just think about going in again. Um, it's always it, you. Always. I don't know about anyone else, but I always feel a bit flat when the season ends. Um. Because you sort of every week you've got something, some like game or something to look forward to, and I guess that you don't have that anymore. Um, but then also probably meeting the new freshers like this year. I don't know, just meeting all the characters like there are so many come in and it's just been quite good fun. That first the first social being there all in all silent in the Black Swan's quite quite good fun. Quite excited for some <laughs> that, of those. Can't can wait fun. to know. The
1: yeah, it'd be nice to be on the other end of it. <laughs> <laughs> what did that feel like, it, uh, Mac? Is like that first, that first social.
2: I remember it so well. It was because we we obviously get told. I think it might be seven thirty to be there, and we all we all met at the top of the street at like seven twenty. Everyone's there ten minutes early. <laughs> like, <we're all> <laughs> girls. And then we all had it like on our watches and our phones, like seven twenty nine, counting down the seconds, and then we all just <laughs> ran down the street. Are be late? Never been so scared of my life. Are you early to Cowley.
3: Hey? Are you early to Cowley?
2: Yeah, so we, we literally we were there like 10-20 minutes early, in, waiting in Tesco's, like doing laps of Tesco's. And then we were like hiding behind the cars, like crawling down the street. Making <laughs> sure you don't get
1: seen by any seniors. Yeah, and then I mean, it was
2: Angus Edwards just shouted, I don't want to see you, and everyone just dropped on the floor. <laughs> That's Carter. It's good to get second.
1: Good. Uh what and uh, uh you know, you said there that you uh you know I've never been so scared in my life, but you know, once you walk through the doors at the Swan, uh, how did you know did those did those fears subside?
2: Um oh once I saw Beds, I knew I was alright. Yeah, you look after you. The yeah, big no. guy will look
1: after
2: you. It's always gonna be a thing, isn't it, being um you know, worried about the first one. But every, you realise pretty quickly everyone's um, good blokes and, you know, it's all about just getting... The more you get stuck in, the sort of better it is. So Did you
3: find it right. helpful going to pre-season, Macca?
2: Yeah, definitely. Oh, I'd say to anyone coming in, um, drop Joe a message or or someone like that, because it's massive going to, like, meeting everyone and just getting, like, you're so excited as summer goes on, you just want to be at uni. So that few weeks before is nice, isn't it? And going into Freshers' Week, knowing you've met how many people.
3: You already had a nickname by that time, didn't you? Well,
2: that yeah, breaks. Simon. Shall I tell it? Tell the story?
3: Yeah, go on then. Yeah, it, go was on.
2: On, it was on the, my first day of um, the preseason camp and there were only, I think, what, five freshers were there? Yeah. Um, and we were playing. We had like a little break before a team meeting or whatever. and um, Baird stood up, the social second just said, oh, we're going to play a game of Simon Says with all the freshers in the middle. And I, I honestly had no idea what the game was. And I, I sort of said, I said, look, I don't know what it is. Everyone started laughing and like, sort of having banter. And then it kind of became, okay, let's actually play. And I was like, no, no, I, I honestly have no idea. <laughs> 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 um, ended up getting the nickname Simon, which luckily didn't stick for too long. Ended up winning it as well. Yeah, ended up winning it, neck in <laughs> a bottle of Prosecco, which went down nicely.
1: Three days. Yeah. Who doesn't know the game, Simon says? It's yeah, ridiculous. I'm, Simon
3: yeah. knows it now though. So yeah, right. uh, the,
2: yeah,
1: he does. He? Oh simac so, 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 so <laughs> <laughs> Uh Beridge, what are you looking forward to? Not being a student, having money.
0: Uh yeah. <laughs> oh, right, it's been pretty busy this year. Um yeah. i hope be worth testing, test myself a bit. Like Obviously, with uni, we, oh, this year in the league at uni, it's been, I mean, it hasn't been easy because we still sort of had to do stuff but we, we probably knew that we were going to win it. And I mean, obviously, if we don't go out, it'll be a disappointment. But yeah, i know to maybe, maybe go out there to a club. I mean, if I'm in London, then sort of go out there and maybe play a high level um, and maybe sort of, yeah, try and, try and get pushed a bit. But um, I don't know the moment with all this whole coronavirus stuff, what's going on.
1: Uh, no one really knows mate but you know it's definitely uh, you know from from my point of view i definitely think you've got the uh, you've got the ability to 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 play national league rugby uh, you've just got to get in the gym a bit and do some weights. yeah lose the yeah <laughs> lose lose the moves then you will be there mate then you will be there but it's from a skill point of view and as a player i think you're definitely capable so yeah you know it's just do what you can this summer to get yourself in shape that's what i'd say Maybe- we
0: look to do some coaching as well um, yeah yeah so maybe whatever level it is but I mean this year sort of just I mean being captain but particularly forwards wise it's been quite quite good to, be able to take a bit of a lead on stuff Um cool. so sort of step up to that so it would be would be quite quite good to be able to get So sort of, progress that on a bit more um,
1: how have, have you uh, so how have you enjoyed that have you enjoyed taking a lead on on some of that stuff
0: I think it's good I think especially the group of players we've had as well like everyone it hasn't necessarily been just taking a leap, but like everyone's got ideas. It's more trying to listen to everyone's ideas and then trying to like bring it all together and, and find that works. Um, we've had the luxury of being able to maybe experiment a bit with stuff, um, especially like the line out. It, it, at one point wasn't going particularly well, but we fixed that pretty quickly. It's just sort of small fixes because we've got the skill level to do a lot of this creativity stuff. So that's been good. Um, but yeah, I think, I, and it's with a lot of people as well. But I see like once you get given that sort of, role within a team which you you can step up to and sort of fill it as as you would Um, so no I've enjoyed it definitely
1: Cool I would still. my observations are we're still whilst we've been experimental I still think we've been probably a little bit conservative with regards to some of the stuff that we could have done against some of the teams that we've played like you know I'm, 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 you know, if we've got if we get that opportunity again next year, yeah, obviously we want to win the league, we want to win stuff, but let's let's try some stuff while we're doing it. Like, let's have a bloody good time with it rather than yeah. just doing the doing the same old shit all the time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, but cool, awesome, right? Uh, what might happen, lads? In about five minutes, I might have to stop this call and start another one because uh, you only yeah. get a 40-minute limit per call, but don't worry about that. Uh, right, so general chit-chat. Uh, moving on, so that's sort of, we looked at the season. What we're going to look at now is uh, sort of just some chat around uh, around you guys as individuals, uh, but also some more stuff sort of around the club. So what were your... uh we we'll probably start with you because I think we're going to have some very differing opinions and different. Uh, you guys are going to come out with some different stuff as we go through this. So... Uh, uh, no, no, actually we'll start with the we'll start with T Mac first. So T Mac, what were your first uh, your first impressions when you walked through the doors of the club or you had your first little bit of interaction? So yours might be a bit different to a, a normal fresher because you came on pre-season and all that type of stuff. So just hit us up with what your first impressions were.
2: Um yeah, like I knew I think in the first training session I I could tell there were some really good players. Um I think the weirdest. The weirdest thing for me was, on preseason, was almost not knowing who the freshers were and who wasn't a fresher. Because um, obviously you go up, like, all the freshers sort of went up to each other and just shook hands and said, like, hi, I'm Tom or whatever. And then you didn't... Some sort of people, like, you just had no idea. So it was a bit of a weird one, like...
3: Who was knowing... the one person that sticks out? <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, I'm not going to say. Some people, like... <laughs> say... Say no, no, you know. <laughs> Um, but you just yeah, you don't know who's a fresher, so it's sort of you end up having to get stuck on with everyone. Um but I knew the rugby was good. Um I thought against our we played Bath in our first my first game. Um and got a bit of a drubbing, um, played them away and I, I started to think at that point that you know this could be a very long season. Um but now looking back, you know, we've we were missing loads of players, and we've I think developed massively over the season. Um, we also
1: have to, you know, that they, it's very difficult to judge anything on, on that first game because they're two, they're two leagues higher. They're, they're, you know, they they've been together for two for a month and a half. We've been together yeah. for like four days or something like that before that game. So very difficult to 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 judge anything on that. And we only lost twenty-two-five. So yeah. you know, it wasn't
2: wasn't I mean, an yeah, ass-kicking. Like it shows improvement, though, I think. Like and players that were playing in that game, um, some of them are now playing in the third team. Um, that just shows the competition. And you know, we had a good year of freshers coming in, and like we've we've grown massively. I think as a club, like on and off the field, the numbers, the shooting, uh, more teams next year, and you know, it's in a good place.
1: Cool. So Easter, what about you? Think back to September two thousand and eighteen. Eighteen, yeah,
3: um, yeah. Well, I, yeah, it's kind of the same as well. I didn't obviously go to pre-season. Um, I was sort of, I don't know. Obviously, my first encounter with the rugby club wasn't anything. Play and like wasn't playing with them. It was sort of going to the the Bath game, as Maka said, and then and then get literally walking into the Black Swan and being intimidated by like. 150 humongous blokes at that time that I thought because when you don't know them they always look way bigger (laughs) so it's just like yeah I think everyone all of my year collectively would say minus one or two nutcases but I reckon all of my year would say they're pretty intimidated yeah Um, but yeah no then first training session like when we were sort of having the freshers trials Quite lucky, enough, lucky enough to sort of be recognised, and then we sort of got to meet all the sort of first team players from there, really, um, and it instantly made it better. Yeah, yeah. What, what was it? What was it that the that the current those those current
1: seniors that that did to, you know, what were the type of conversations that they were having with you or had with you to make that to make things feel better or less intimidated and less pressurised, so to speak?
3: I think sort of making us have a like making the freshers talk because sometimes that can actually go the wrong way sort of forcing someone to speak in in front of everyone but i think actually being put out of your comfort zone like that say by i think i think it was angus and joe freeman that basically said right freshers one of you needs to have a point in every single like team huddle and i think that sort of pushed you in the right direction to sort of say it's fine to sort of chat. And I thought that was sort of just a good thing that they did.
1: Cool. It's a bit of
0: a weird one. because.
1: 1904. Uh,
3: <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, what was that? 2000, yeah, 2016. Um, it's a bit weird because it almost was a bit, like it seemed like a really big club because there are like 80-odd freshers trialling and like you have all this people walking around. Um, and even like sports fair walking up to them, I mean, that's the intimidating one just sort of Having to walk up, and be like, "Hi, my name's Ed." Um, I like rugby. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's not great. I
3: mean, yeah, I was, I was a
0: bit, I was a bit lucky because my brother um, was already in the club, so I kind of had, had a bit of it. But yeah, trialing and those freshers trials back then were literally just a, like big dick contests, just like running at each other, like all the seniors watching and just wanting to see a big hit. Um, so that was a bit, yeah, that 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 one was a bit a bit interesting, but. Yeah, once you sort of get into the playing side, like play, I mean, the best way to like get to know people at uni or, or like, whatever is just playing sport with them. Um, and so, especially when you come to a couple of hard games, and people you get to know them pretty well. Um, socials back then were, yeah, interesting. Not as not as as big as they are now in terms of numbers, but yeah, definitely a bit more bit more intimidating when you walk in.
1: Who um, was social in your first year?
0: Uh, it was Row and Janelle. Well, Janelle and then Vral was president. Um, yeah,
1: yeah, I, I can imagine that that would have been slightly more intimidating.
0: You know Will Watson on the sidelines, like doing running these pressure challenges. and like, Yeah,
1: yeah, cool. Okay, so uh, compare compare that to now. So we'll go the other way around. So, Beridge, compare what 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 you walked into in 2016 to to where we are now.
0: Oh, mate, miles apart. Absolutely, miles. But the fact that next year we're going to be putting out five teams is, is unreal. Um, the fact, yeah, back then we'd have to. I, and I was looking back at the old Facebook group chats and the team sheets. We'd be asking for sort of props to the second team on a Wednesday, uh, or like changing completely from one, like Monday to a Wednesday. Um, the, the work that Wizzy's done on the social media as well is like unreal. Like those, yeah. some of the stuff we're putting out this year compared to like what we did before was like a normal team sheet.
1: It's it's, it's weird, like, even though we were having to, like, change the teams on, like, a Tuesday night or find props and what have you on a Wednesday morning, I'm way more stressed now (laughs) when we've got loads of players than I was then. (laughs) It's just like, yeah, whatever, we'll just change the teams, it's fine. Uh, So, yeah, it's weird.
0: Yeah, um, and yeah, so many little things like the stash, or then like the equipment, Monday night training, or like the fact that you brought in a couple of like guest coaches in um, this year. Like it, it's just like a world apart um, from what from what was my first year.
1: Cool, Tom. And what about you? The difference between last year and this year? Obviously, the facility makes a the facility yeah. makes a big difference.
3: Um, I don't. Well, obviously, we were in. We were We were struggling a bit more last year, weren't we? Within, with the fixtures wise, but I think there's. We can. We could have said last year as well that we don't. That I. Well, I don't think we reached our proper playing potential. To any extent, like, and I think this year, we could probably say we got closer. But I think it's just sort of we. We should be striving to play like. At our best every single week, no matter what. And um, but I, yeah, I think we're getting there, and that's that's the thing that I've realised is actually we are playing better rugby throughout, like from this year compared to last year. That could be because of the pitch, but I I think it's sort of we're sort of closer as a team. We sort of socialised all together most nights. I think that's one of the big changes. Sort of yeah, happening.
1: I think I think that. The you know, my 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 observations are the connection between the players is probably is so much stronger than it's been in my time. Like the fact that everyone respects each other, everyone gets on with each other, you all hang out together, loads of people or like half the club bloody love live with each other. You know, it's the all of that stuff makes a huge difference when it comes to actually doing stuff on the pitch. It makes a massive difference because actually you're 'Cause you're spending so much time together, you've got deep rooted connections and that means that when it when the shit does hit the fan the mistakes do happen and you're up against it, you know, let's if we think back to uh, the Nottingham Trent game, the cup final when we're defending on our line for you know, ten, fifteen minutes, like if you haven't got a connection with each other, you don't stay in the fight for that long, you know, for, for that amount of time, just putting in hit after hit after hit and saying, right, there's no there's no way through for you. Here. Um, so so you, if you haven't got that connection, that type of stuff doesn't happen. So yeah, it's a really good, it's a really good point, Tom. And uh, you know, it's, it's been good to see that. It's been good to see you guys connect with each other a lot more. Uh, Macus, what about you? What are your? I mean, obviously you've only been there a season, but is there any massive? Uh, is there anything that's completely different from the beginning of the season to to now?
2: Um, well, I I just can't believe like when you hear the stories about like Nevaiga or Bez or Wrighty or Dicker or the old, some of the older guys like hearing there only being two teams or struggling for numbers I just can't even believe it like now how, how easy we get four teams out and I, I just can't believe it ever happened sort of thing um, which probably shows how well we've done um, as a club you know on and off the field but yeah I'll just say everyone's got a lot closer as you'd hope throughout the season and playing better, hanging out with each other a lot more and yeah, It's a good environment at the moment, cool. Oh,
1: and uh, you know, obviously, there's we all three of you have spoken about connection and the teams and the team being closer together and the players being closer together. Obviously, now we've got this massive period of time where we're not going to see each other. Um, and we're not going to, you know, there might be some parties and stuff like that where you might be able to go to, hopefully. you know, Um, you know, poor old Hugo Browns had to cancel, had to cancel his twenty. His twenty first birthday party, which I know he was really looking forward to. Um, but what is there anything that you guys can do to, to sort of stay connected over this like long over this long period? Or is there anything that anybody's spoken about within the playing group about actually let's do some stuff together? You know, whether that's let's do a social like this. You know, let's go on a Wednesday night. Let's have a social over Zoom. You know, for an hour or whatever. I don't know. Maybe maybe is there anything that you guys might look to? look to do to keep the squad that, that closeness and that connection
3: I think and they're the trying one. to put a bit on the social page aren't they I think Angus wrote up earlier that they were going to or a couple of days ago that they were going to try and put some like nominations or challenges to do over over the time and obviously what Joe what you're doing about the skill stuff that yeah. as well the playing side but yeah no I'm not haven't well haven't heard I'm much done yet done. But I'm sure it will come
1: yeah. cool uh, is what you say
0: going again let's get a sevens team going or something if we can this summer before we get back um, tournaments
1: yeah I don't yes. think there'll be a, I don't think there'll be any rugby before September or really I don't think so we'll there, I think. We'll you fancy yourself
2: a sevens player do you bet yeah boy
1: <laughs> <laughs> Eastern does
2: yeah definitely
1: sevens is rank not for me. Cool. Yeah. All right. Brilliant. So, uh, but the next question is, guys, looking at you. You know, obviously, all of you have played senior rugby uh, over the last sort of couple of seasons. Uh, how do you think that playing senior rugby has impacted your development uh, in a positive or a negative? Is it has it helped you play university rugby, or has university rugby helped you play in senior rugby? What type of impact has it had on? Has it had on your game? Uh, probably we'll start with we'll start with Ed because obviously you've been doing it probably the longest. So uh, what one probably how have you managed it or in terms of time management because it's a big it's a big ask. You know when you're training pretty much every day, um, as well as your uni work. So how what have you done to time manage effectively? But how has it helped you develop as a player?
0: Well, I think so. What my freshers when we were at Amersham and Amersham and Chilton, that nah, I think I just wrote off my degree. Like, I. I barely, barely one day later because it was just a yeah, Monday to Saturday slog and then take Sunday off and you're back at it again. Um, and that's like, yeah, just not sustainable. So then in sort of other years, it's it, yeah, it's just sort of, rep- I mean, I use rugby as sort of my like, time off my degree. I mean, I'm sure it might be similar to of other people I've spoken to at clubs where it's sort of, they've got family, they've got work, and rugby is that sort of escape from it all. Um, and that's what I kind of use as it's sort of my like time off. Um, but yeah, no, it's definitely tough. I think mean, it's just, just being like open and honest with, I mean, I don't know the couple, of, I mean, well, I mean like, it, like, Brooks is a bit easier to get to, but with Bad Bambury at the moment, being honest and saying, okay, actually, now I do have too much work on to come to training on a Tuesday night. Do you mind if I skip it, sort of thing?
3: those um,
2: days for you, Ben
1: Yeah, uh, i King, he only plays games. He yeah.
2: literally does. Turns <laughs> up on hey, the TV. Hey, hey.
1: Thirds up, scores a hat trick. Goes out. <laughs>
0: um, yeah, I mean that's it for me. It's, but it, it's been absolutely invaluable. Like, especially, I think Brooks Wise is maybe a bit more focused on skill, and you can you can use that a bit more. And, and there's a bit more of a, an emphasis on that. But club rugby just gets like sets you to the standard where you're tackling some bloke who plays for Cardiff Blues on the weekend, and then you're coming and playing on Wednesday um, against some 18 year olds. Like. It, it just then suddenly makes a completely different colour um, fish, and and it, and it's like development wise is so good. I see. I mean, Easton was saying that when we played Marlborough and coming against some of them those um, big
3: boys. Oh, I hate so, it. weren't even that big, were they, Bez? <laughs> no, you said they're massive. Oh, I hate that game. <laughs> yeah. Macka's parents took out life insurance before that game. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was, I was just telling Dad.
2: I reckon I reckon I carried about five times. I reckon <laughs> I got smashed about ten.
1: <laughs> <laughs> carried five times with a net gain of minus 40 metres.
2: <laughs> I got folded <laughs> like a deck chair every single time.
1: <laughs> Easton, yeah, yeah. what about you, mate? How has it helped you? Uh, obviously, different I'm position. Uh, obviously, like, in the front row as a young, you know, I've been there. A young front rower against some experienced players, you know, it's... Uh, you know, I think I've said I've said recently. There's no uh, there's no other position on the pitch that gives you such immediate feedback. Yeah. A, has to be in a prop. <laughs>
3: well, I think it's like from going like week to week at Bambury. Like one week, well, I haven't, I haven't let Mackers and uh, Berish forget this, but I actually me and the front row got man of the match against Marlborough away because <laughs> we just dominated, obviously. I thought so <laughs> And um, totally so, yeah. went half time. <laughs> we went. We went from, <laughs> we, went from um, we went from that week like. Well, I went from thinking God, like I've I've learned I I know everything now to do in the front row. Like <laughs> I've smashed it. I've scrummed against a, a Samoan, like World Cup player, and done alright against him. So i have like, and then just completely humbled to the next week. So I think it's sort of made me sort of realise about how much actually development there is to go um and then also just uh, like meeting the players at Banbury and uh, other teams as well just like sort of gives you the confidence that you can I don't know sort of mix with those kind of players who you just think when you just turn up for the first couple of training sessions they're just worlds above you yeah good for confidence I guess
1: yeah 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 you're, I mean you'
3: you know my my you know my thing is i I've, no,
1: I've definitely noticed your confidence has risen massively in the last few years and I think that's probably down to uh, a couple of factors you know I think being being at university you sort of you, you have to, to a certain extent because you' you're on your own and you've got a, you know your family aren't there to support you as much as they could be uh, you know your, your normal group of mates aren't there you've got to make a new group of mates. So you've got to, you've got to take yourself out of your comfort zone, uh, but from a playing perspective, I definitely think you know getting a good run in the first team in your first year helped at Brooks, and then also a couple of that with the stuff that you guys have, you know you in particular, Tom, of experienced at Pembrokeshire has helped you massively. Uh, and yeah. you know, you you if we look at we look at where you were as a player last season to where you are now, it's it, there's been there's been massive there's been massive development. So. Well done mate. that's, 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 that's good. good to hear. is what about you?
2: Um, yeah, I've one thing I've loved I think is um, it's quite easy to just mix with the same people when you're at uni um, and sort of live in a little bubble and throughout school you're with people your age and when you go and play like men's rugby suddenly you've got like guys with families and um, people that are working, you know they've got a shift after training and they're 35 year olds, and you've got 20 year olds, people at other unis. Like, you're suddenly mixing with people that you just wouldn't really come across with. Um, like, if you didn't play for a club. And then, obviously, yeah, it's a step up, like physically, probably something I found hard. I'm only little, I'm only about five foot 10. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, it's, it's hard physically, but, you know, it, it makes you learn a lot pretty quickly. And, you know, I've loved my time at Banbury. Hopefully, I've got a few more years with Beza and uh, Easton in the tank.
1: Fair <laughs> is, he's trying to get you to sign a contract now, mate. He's trying to get right. you hooked for now for the rest, for the, forever. You'll oh, never leave him, out of,
3: of shot, doesn't he? hey Do you have Goody out of shot? <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, he's listening. He's listening. He's audio only.
2: <laughs> Again, the female, obviously, Bez, mate. Keep working hard and you yeah. might get them. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah i mean uh, maccas you just touched on a point there you know obviously uh you know you're not you're not blessed with you know you would have just admitted you're not blessed with a physical with a physical stature so that that is probably you know we what we might come to expect from a normal open side flanker apart from look at those guns blimey that well... <laughs> shirt, that's quite a tight shirt in it mate <laughs> tight around the old guns Double that, uh, yeah, yeah yeah of course so what, just from your point of view, what have you had to, you know, to combat that type of thing, to combat the physicality of men's rugby and some of the stuff you might experience at uni rugby? What's been, what would you say your strengths are uh, in terms of the stuff that you've, you've worked on specifically to go, right, yeah. I know I might not be the biggest, but actually I can do these other things a lot better than a lot of the other, t- a lot of the other players?
2: Yeah, I think that's probably one way I struggled at the start was – Kept thinking that obviously as a forward, you think your role is to carry all day long. Um, And I wasn't working. I was always like good defensively, but I never really had anything in attack. Um, And I remember a conversation I had with Tommy Gray, um, who plays at Banbury with me. Um, And he just says like, your role shouldn't be that guy that carries all day. Try and just support people. Yeah. Um, Which I think is an underrated role. Like you you need people that are going to make the line breaks. Um, But then if there's no one there to finish them off, then what's the point of making them? The first place, so that's what I sort of made my role. I just want to run all the support lines and hopefully, you know, when Beza and Easton make breaks, finish them off. The that of isn't last Yeah, no. Yeah, oh. or
3: something,
2: wasn't it? No, I don't know what you're on about Tommy. <laughs> you got very
1: ex. You get very excited in that last game, backers To be very excited.
2: Love rugby, I enjoyed it. Absolutely. I enjoyed the energy. Yeah, I love rugby.
1: Yeah, love rugby. Uh, cool. Yeah, so, I mean, it's it, you know, I would definitely say from our point of view, you know, when we when I watch video back, I watch some of your support lines, and actually, you, you know, the shortcut you take a lot of shortcuts, and that's yeah. not saying that you're lazy. That's just saying that you're running, you're running intelligent, you're running intelligent support that. lines. You know, you yeah. go diagonally across the pitch rather than in behind the back line to support. You know, you wait for that line breaking, then you support them usually on the inside. And I think it's a real strength of yours is is actually how you know, how you support the ball, um, it's class. And it's definitely, you know, i definitely say it's one of your strengths without a doubt uh, and something that you should continue to develop and work on over over the next season or so. Yeah. So, I say, cool. Give them a try well mate. Yeah, get, hopefully get on the end of a few. Uh, cool. Right, so, uh, into the last section of the, of the chat. So, uh, more fun, sort of, gamesy based chat rather than serious stuff. So, Rugby, your, what's your rugby fifteen based on alcoholic drinks? So, oh, T Mac,
0: think thinks that. he's nailed it.
1: T Mac <laughs> thinks he's nailed it. So we'll leave. <laughs> oh, we'll God, leave. Man, man. Look at that. He's done his research. He's typed. Oh, he's boy, written it all out. Have you got an explanation,
2: Macca, or not? You yeah, of
3: course one? I
2: do, man. Yeah, it's
1: all got. Right. You can't just pick. You can't. You, you have to pick one through fifteen and say why you yeah, pick yeah. those 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 drinks in that position. Cool. Right, Eddie, start with you, mate. Seeing as T-Mac thinks he's got the winner, we'll go with him last.
0: Well, I haven't prepared anything here. I was leaving out to T-Mac.
2: Um, too oh, too you t- working, you
1: know, <laughs> You'll have to go off the top. We'll, we'll go with Eastern and T-Mac first. Give you some time to think. He'll yeah. just
3: cheat, won't he, now? He'll huh? Be, he'll cheat. they probably yeah. just invited.
1: All right, Ed, Ed Ed's, Ed's exempt. Ed's not allowed to take part. You can comment, though, on, on, on Eastern and Macca's selection. Got Easton. Hit us with it.
3: All right. So we went number one, John Smiths, because he's because he's got he's pretty smooth and he's got deft touches around the pitch. Goes Sounds like me.
1: Pit. Sounds like me as a player.
3: If you think so. <laughs> <laughs> um, we went hooker. Uh, we went for Doombar because he's just got no flair, but he does the job around the pitch. He just does the job. <laughs> <laughs> um. And that, well it could have been well yeah and then we went for tight head Guinness best in the business and battle hardened
1: yeah yeah I <laughs> like it that's class and then we went
3: for number four uh, Jägermeister one Ooh. of the one of the strongest and then jumps high with his wings with his wings on <laughs> um, number five we went for a mojito because he packs a punch and he smells nice
1: what what locks have you ever know? Do you ever know that smell good? Dicko. Does Dicko smell nice? Does he?
3: Well, you know, I, I wouldn't know to be honest. I, would, I, haven't, I haven't gone around smelling. You've Been around
1: either. smelling Dicko? Have you, Ed? Is that how you know? I've
3: well, heard Well, you have got you, you have
1: got your head between his and Brazier's ass, so you know you might be sniffing him out there. That's for sure.
3: <laughs> Brazier does not smell nice. He is definitely. <laughs> nice. He is not um and then we went for a, a vintage bottle of red wine for number six um just thinking old school and then the uh, just uh the best in the business
1: yeah for that in the in the market in the you know in the richard hill type mold goes yeah. about goes about his business uncomplicated yeah. yeah cool Steve
3: Smith kind of vibe or whatever it is, is it Steve yeah, Smith?
1: yeah yeah the cricketer
3: um and then uh, espresso Martini for number seven, because he's just full of energy and he loves hitting rucks. Uh, Bloody Mary at number eight. Probably captain and the most experienced. Um, San Miguel. Also,
1: if you look at Bloody Mary, probably, in, and your number eight as well, dig, has dug you out of a few holes a couple of times. Like so when you've yeah, woken agreed. up in the morning with a stinking hangover, there's only one thing that can get you back on the beers again, and agreed. that's the Bloody Mary. Agreed. Yeah.
3: Um and then went for number nine, Sam Miguel. He got so much fizz, he sometimes overflows. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um,
3: number ten we got champagne. To pull cool. the strings and give us some champagne, rugby. Yeah. Um eleven, we went for red stripe. <laughs> A rangy runner that people are scared to chop.
1: <laughs>
3: um we went Inside centre, possesses vision and power, and a hardy northerner.
1: What, so what's that?
3: A, it a, it? What, black sheep? It's a nice northern ale. Nice, old northern ale. nice northern ale. Outside centre, we went for Carling. <laughs> um, Why? Probably one of, the, one of the best leaders and probably the first to leave on a night out. Um, then four, winger, uh, Corona. We went for Infectious and has a deadly step. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then full-back, we went for Peroni because he stands tall and has a hell of a kicking game.
1: Very good. Very good, Matthew. Well done, Tom. Good work, mate. Brilliant.
2: How does that 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 come? It's good, but I don't reckon it's doing the job on me, mate.
1: Berridge, what what are you saying to Eastern? What do you think, mate?
0: Oh, I think that's a is that a whole family effort around the dinner table.
3: Absolutely not. No, it's a morning's work. A morning's work. <laughs> I've got an essay to write,
1: but this is way more important.
2: <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> Go on then Maccas, let's see.
2: Got a few as me, but um yeah, one, I went John Smith's proper meat ed vibe. <laughs> Two, I went with I went with a vodka red bull. I thought they're small but packs a punch. Plenty of energy. Uh could have gone on a strong bow with the dart, but on the bench. Uh that would have been good. <laughs> uh, I would have gone with strong bow. Three, I went Guinness. Uh nails. Yeah. Four. I oh, could be argued it's a vessel, but I went a yard of ale. Very good. Plenty of I like light. it. Five, I went with something that's gonna turn up week in, week out. You know what you're getting, a carling. Yeah.
1: I would have gone with number five, I would have gone with a long island iced tea.
2: Oh this is
1: and It's tall. Yeah. yeah, like a tall drink of some sort. But um,
2: six, I went with Stella, nothing more to say. <laughs> Seven, I went with a sort of Sean O'Brien James Haskell sort of Doom Bar. Quite chunky, but just a workhorse. Like yourself. Yeah, like myself. Good <laughs> comparison.
1: Exactly,
2: yeah. Eight eight in captain, snake bite. Yeah. Um the rock of every team, go to when times get tough, and we'll go the distance.
3: You're not describing desert there,
2: are you? No, definitely right. not. He, in the road, mate.
1: he does not go the distance. Like <laughs> um, less than less than 10 games this season proves that. <laughs>
2: um, number nine, I had a corona because it packs well above its weight. Uh 10 like Tommy Champagne, bit of flair. Um on the wings, I had a VK. Um, rapid, just goes down, gets thrown around a bit. Yeah. The other wing, I had something that's in and out pretty quickly, Sambuca shot. <laughs> um, inside centre, I wanted a, a real threat on the game line, an absolute lethal warrior, the tequila. Yes. Yeah. Um, 13, I had two options. I had, if it's sort of a, a pissing down with red, up in Murrayfield playing away Um, you want a Brad Barrett type player I thought of Fosters out there to hurt people Um, but if it's a nice sunny day in Italy um, I thought of Prony Um, you know your classy sort of George Amphlett, blonde hair boarding school mates with the coats George
3: Amphlett is not classy (laughs) mates (laughs) mates with the (laughs) coats
2: and then at I had I wanted a deadly finisher so I went with absent.
1: Yeah. Good. Nice. Cool. Oh, I don't know. What well, I think what we'll do is when we uh, when we when we put this out on the on the podcast, we'll get a, on a, on a podcast provider. We'll get we'll get a poll up as to put who to we think is the. We'll get we'll put it to a vote as to who we think is the best. Right, like, oh, the yeah, only best. A
3: combined one.
1: Yeah, or come up with a combined one. I think that's the only fairest way to decide this competition.
3: Macca has definitely copied me on a couple of them.
1: <laughs> yeah, you could see him quickly, like crossing
3: <laughs> it out and writing <laughs> like yours in there. You, yeah, yeah. Who you have a ten, Macca, because you haven't got champagne. I'm sorry.
2: Hey, I've got Quade Cooper. Champagne looks good. Only plays on special occasions. Right.
1: <laughs> Does not tackle. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. Cool. Thanks, chaps. So, uh, funniest, funniest situation at OBRFC. Say again. Funniest situation at OBRFC. Either socially, on the pitch, at training, whatever. Um, don't be uh, don't don't hold back.
0: Bez? Awesome. Uh, I've got a good one from from the Amazon days of Michael Wright.
1: The OB- at OBRFC. <laughs> oh. Um. Oh, uh, a hard one, isn't it?
0: How um, can yeah? I oh, know the, the slip and slide in my second year was um, was a pretty funny one. But we'll
2: I'm just throw it then.
0: I'm not sure we're going to that from that. Um, yeah. Slip
1: and slide. Slip and side 2017, 18. For those for those lads listening uh, out there that were part of the club in that in in that year, uh, answers on a postcard, please. I'd love to hear more about it.
0: <laughs> cool. Um, well, Tom Easton on the b- first bottle of port two years ago it was a pretty pretty good one. Seeing that photo the next day on a Thursday night driving into family training to see a picture of him in a wheelchair at a hospital with his mum in the background. <laughs> <laughs> that
3: might be the thing today. That was a low one.
1: <laughs> yeah, that was that was the lowest moment, was it, Tom? I'd t- say yeah, that was a low yeah.
3: moment.
1: Yeah, I don't mind. Cool. Easton. What about you, mate? Funniest moment? You said you've got one. It better be a good one.
3: Probably. So, same. So we were in uh, AGM. We were in the uh, Crown. In um, this year or last year? This, huh? This year. Yeah, this year. This year. And um, Ted, I, I can't remember what happened. I think we were we were in the we were in the beer garden, and Ted basically started coughing. Oh, like, and went uh, and basically, ended up being sick all over Hugo's jacket. Literally, just went <coughs> and over his shoulder, his all over him. We'll be able to send in the photo at some point. But yeah, that was a classic. That was a classic moment. And then also on the way back from Twickenham, from watching the Barbarians against Fiji, um, we did a little we did a little bar crawl back from the station. And I think basically. Bed or someone like that was sick into a pint glass, and was told to basically drink it, and that was just quite a classic moment as well for me. And he did, of course. Well, he didn't do it. I think he was sick back into it, but it yeah. All right. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> nice. Yeah.
3: But if you want evidence of all of that, that can all be sent in. No
1: yeah, I'm sure. We, I'm sure we could probably like inlay some stuff over the top of the video. Yeah, that'd be hilarious. Makers,
2: yeah, I'm not sure. I think. One thing I found a bit quite funny was that Easton's only two tries both made it on the highlight reel. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he was so
1: he was so close to scoring a hat trick that day as well because he ran the inside support line off your for your try as well.
2: Yeah, I couldn't give it it's to him. Nice, no, chance. <laughs> no chance. No.
1: I was like Maccas, just give him, give it him, give it him, give it him. it will be, be the best thing ever—a prop scoring a hat trick—and then uh, Maccas dotted it down himself, and you could see like Easton's shoulders just go.
3: Ugh. I think I literally, went and it. I literally went and pushed him
2: over. Yeah. <laughs> pushed him over. So, livid It was alright. I scared what? you. Drop it,
0: coming. <laughs> with those hands of yours,
1: mate. <laughs> 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 yeah, fair. Fair. <laughs> what about what, what about off the pitch, uh, Makers? Anything that sticks in the memory for you?
2: Well, I've got one with um, George Amphlet, but was It was at Quinn's I don't know if I've got one for Brooks. Just loads of little things, really, that you. Have. Say the, say the Quinns one because that is funny. Yeah. All right, so it's obviously George, for those of you that don't know, um, was the, the first team captain with Bez of, of Brooks. Um And it was a Bambury versus Quinns game. Um, I wasn't playing and I went out on a Friday night um, to Bridge, I think, and I saw George Yampflit out. Um, I, don't, I don't know how many, if he was drinking or what, but I didn't realise he was playing the next day and then I, I turned up the next day and... Um, Banbury playing Quinn's massive derby game, like it was a league game. We were third, they were fourth. Um, and I saw Georgie running out for Quinn's. And I just thought I could rip him apart and give him a bit of chat. And as he was playing, I just kept saying, You know, Georgie, I saw you a few hours ago, mate. And um, every time he'd, he'd make a mistake, I said, Oh, a few beers was it, or, you know, whatever <laughs> it was. And he was just getting slowly wound up. He had a really good game, to be fair. And then there was one moment where i just wound him up second half. We were winning by like one point. So like the tension was high as it was. And uh, I think Bambury were kicking for like the corner or something. And Georgie was on the touchline. And me and Beza, um and Charlie Norton just sort of walked around. <laughs> and I gave him another sly comment and you know, like, <laughs> told him to do a leg day or whatever. And he just, he just turned to me and said, Come and say it to my face and I'll knock you out. <laughs> <laughs> never, never been so scared in my life. <laughs> <laughs> Deadly serious. Ab flip, flip, flip
1: switch. Uh, switch yeah, flip. I'd,
2: I'd, to be fair, I'd given it him all game and just wound him up <laughs> and the anger in his face I was so terrified. <laughs> job <laughs> job done. Before. Job done there, isn't it?
1: Job yeah,
2: done. Luckily we won because if we'd lost that it never would have heard the end of it. Yeah,
1: exactly. Cool. Right, lads. Uh, last two questions. A uh, uh, dream social. What would be your dream social theme?
0: Theme or just in general? Theme
1: or just in general?
0: Oh, I'd love to do like an away day, uh, like an abroad or something Go over the weekend, over to like France or something of that. But like, it's, I think the old boys do it, a, a mystery tour where you just yeah. like chuck, chuck two hundred quid or something to someone and they sort, sort out the weekend. But if we could do yeah. that, would like people take a coach over to somewhere.
1: Uh, that would be class that'd be class uh, tommy easton
3: um I, well, I, I was thinking sort of about my favorite social from this year and it was definitely one of the last ones when there were there weren't very many people there but it was it was when we all just started like getting it all started getting a bit weird and we started doing a slip and slide across the whole of the black swan <laughs> and i'm pretty sure someone just Poured a whole jug on the floor and we literally just jumped and belly flopped to the floor. And I just thought that'd be quite funny if we all just did that in budgies. (laughs) At the swan. At the swan, of course, yeah.
1: Of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mac is Dream Social.
2: Um, Yeah, I'm like, I'm like, Bear's something something a bit different. I reckon, um, like, when we go to Nottingham and we just say, get your own way home, sort of thing. Like, stay within your families, but you've got to get home within 48 hours or whatever. That'd be quite
1: funny. Yeah, that'd be funny. That'd be good. Uh, Okay, last one. Let's see if we can get this done before our time runs out on this this meeting. Uh, So, OBRFC highlight, career highlight. We'll end with Berridge. Maccas? Uh,
2: Mine would be winning the cup and the double weekend where we went to the Barbers' game, the whole club, and then to the races the next day.
1: Cool. Easton?
3: Varsity twenty nineteen and then um, the hat hat trick avoidance because Maka didn't pass the ball. (laughs) Who scored it though, boy? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Very that
0: two week period, two thousand nineteen where we got the promotion and cup and then uh, varsity, that like two week and then we had the varsity after varsity that night. That was class.
1: Cool awesome chaps well thanks very much that's been a little bit of an insight uh, like we say sports fans will try and release some of this stuff a bit more regularly over the over the next first week a couple of weeks but if you've got any uh ideas around how we can improve it or make it a little bit quicker maybe we might not you know we, we're we rambling a bit some of us at sometimes me in particular so uh if you've got any ideas about how we could improve it then that'd be great cheers chaps
3: thanks, cheers
1: boys see you later